Hello, Oregon. It's Wednesday, November 18th. This is Elliot News with a news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. Oregon Governor Kate Brown said Tuesday the state will allocate $55 million in financial assistance to businesses hurt by the coronavirus pandemic. The funding comes as a new freeze takes effect Wednesday, closing some businesses, capping occupancy at others, and limiting hard-hit restaurants and bars to takeout only. The money will be distributed by county based on population, and each county will be responsible for managing funding applications. Brown's office said financial assistance will be prioritized for businesses in the hospitality industry, those hurt by the freeze order, small businesses, and those from Black, Native American, and other historically disadvantaged communities. Oregon added 14,200 jobs last month and has now regained almost half the jobs it lost during the first two months of the pandemic. The state's jobless rate fell a full percentage point in October to 6.9%. But the state's outlook is highly uncertain as it enters the coronavirus freeze, which could bring fresh layoffs. Oregon House Speaker Tina Kotek faces a contentious public challenge to her bid to remain Speaker for the next two years after she failed Monday to secure enough support from House Democrats to assure her re-election to the leadership role in January. With Representative Janelle Bynum, a prominent black Democrat from Happy Valley, openly seeking the Speaker's gavel, Kotek was unable to secure pledges from 31 Democrats that they would vote for her as Speaker when the legislature convenes in January. That's according to two people with knowledge of Monday night's proceedings. Because the House has 60 members in total, A candidate for speaker needs at least 31 votes to secure that role. Democrats will hold 37 House seats in 2021. Bynum is one of only nine people of color elected to the House for the next biennium and the lone black member, and she has pushed for police reform bills that progressive Democrats, including Kotek, have failed for years to prioritize. The convenience stores, Plaid Pantry and 7-Eleven are among five businesses that have agreed to settlements with the state of Oregon over charges of price gouging or other violations of consumer protection laws during the coronavirus pandemic. Four of the businesses have agreed to pay the state between $12,500 and $21,500 as part of their settlements. However, the businesses did not admit to wrongdoing under the terms of the agreements. The convenience stores were each accused of charging excessive prices for face masks early in the pandemic. Two other businesses falsely claimed their products would protect against the coronavirus, according to state officials, while a travel company failed to adequately refund customers for canceled trips. G4S Secure Solutions, a contractor that provides security at Facebook's Prineville Data Center, will pay nearly $600,000 to settle allegations of racial discrimination by five employees. The complaints allege that G4S supervisors reduced the hours of Hispanic workers, gave them unfavorable shifts, used racist and derogatory terms to describe them, and that the company's human resources personnel did not respond to employees' complaints. The settlement did not include an admission of wrongdoing by G4S, G4S says it maintains that it promptly addressed employees' concerns, but the company acknowledged in a statement that discrimination did take place in Prineville. A prominent civil rights attorney is now representing the family of Kevin E. Peterson Jr., a black man shot by police during an undercover drug sting in Clark County, Washington. 
Ben Crump has also represented the families of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor. In a statement Tuesday, Crump took law enforcement officials to task for misleading Peterson's family and the public about the circumstances surrounding the fatal shooting and the shifting accounts provided by police about what happened that night. Officials, including Clark County Sheriff Chuck Atkins, said Peterson had fired a gun at police, but investigators now say they have no evidence he fired the handgun he was carrying. Thanks for listening. You'll find more news at OregonLive.com, and you can support our local journalism with a subscription at OregonLive.com slash podsupport.